superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It's Susie Schuster. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen, who is in Casey, of course, for the draft. And it wouldn't be an appearance for me if I didn't have my trusty sidekick and the smartest woman in sports at my side. This is Amy Trask, of course. And Amy, I don't want to do this show without you. So I basically begged you to come down the 405 today. Is that true? Well, I didn't actually take the 405, full disclosure, side streets. <laughs> Honor, thrilled to be here. And I want to make clear to you, my arms are crossed, not because I'm in a testy mood, not because of any sort of ill will. I'm freezing. Because studios are awful. Always, always too much air conditioning. So I'm freezing. So I've, I got a turtleneck on and, and I'm crossing my arms to stay warm. Also, last time we ate ice cream during the show, we will do that from now on. But I just I, I couldn't pull it together today. Also, I was so cold after that, that I, I had like severe like defrost issues also a note to self chris brockman mike del tufo of course and tj jefferson great to see you guys um i had such bad sugar chills from last time because eating ice cream first thing in the morning is not a smart idea by the way okay but i do it almost every morning because you're insane ice cream is a good breakfast it's dairy it's it's calcium strong bones Amy Trask, of course, from CBS Sports and and also known as the Princess of Darkness, which once again is the greatest of all monikers. I shall forever cherish my nickname. I do think it's the best ever. A couple other good ones are Stink, um, Snacks, but Princess of Darkness is the best. By the way, I would drop Stink and, and Snacks from now on and just, just roll with the princess thing. It is best. It's, it's what's for breakfast right now. Um, let's talk. It's draft week. That's why you're here. And we wanted to kind of dive into things. What was it like around the facility, around the Raiders with Al Davis during draft week? Um, it's, that's a great question, because when we talk about the draft, people always focus on the draft room, the draft room, what's going on in the draft room. Things are going on throughout the organization. I was not in our draft room, although I was in regular contact with Al. And there were some moments when that contact was interesting. Uh, but the, the entire organization is busy. Sales marketing, sponsorship, advertising. You're entertaining existing sponsors and advertisers, and you're using the event to bring in prospective advertisers and sponsors. Ticket sales, suite sales, customer service, PR, uh, social media. Everyone in the organization is busy. So in other words, everyone's nervous too because there's so much going on. It's, I, would, I would use the word nervous in the excited sense. You know, you're in there, you're supposed to be in there at X time. You're in there hours and hours earlier. It's exciting. What was Al Davis like during draft week? Like, what's your favorite Al Davis story? Well, my favorite story of AD from draft day was I'm downstairs. I'm with some of our limited partners who are visiting and, and sponsors and advertisers and, and worrying about all the business issues I just mentioned. And uh, I get a phone. Uh, someone runs down and says, Al needs to talk to you. Well, leading up to the draft, it had been speculated that we were going to draft a certain player in the first round. I will never name him. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to bring up a sore memory. 
But we were getting killed for this prospective pick. How can they do this? We hear they're going to do this. This would be a bad pick. And on and on and on. So I'm downstairs. Someone comes running up. Al needs to talk to you. So I go over to the phone, get in touch with the draft room. Here's the conversation. Al's on the other end of the phone. We're going to take them. We're going to get killed for it. You have to handle it. Click. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. And we did take them, and people were rough on us, and you know what? It was a fine pick. What did Al look for in a player, Amy Trask? Well, the two things Al told me throughout my career, kid, never leave a team without corners, and the quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. So, you know, he did look for corners, speed at corner, and dominating defenders. Now I have to ask you this. Like, who do you think would be, like, the most exciting L. Davis player in his storied past and yours alongside of him? Oh, I wouldn't pick just one. Mm. And I don't do that to, you know, what's a great analogy? I'm not trying to punt. I just don't think there's one one player. And, you know, um, some people that are listening to this, watching this, will have loved the loved Al. Some couldn't stand him. Um, but one thing I hope everybody appreciates, appreciates about him is his appreciation for players. Again, from the time I started with the Raiders till the day we lost him, something he told me repeatedly, the players are the game. I mean, that's everything for a player, right? I mean, everything a player ever wants is to have an owner who's truly invested in them, not just as performers, but as people. So I shared this on Twitter yesterday. Uh, I had finished my internship started as a full-time employee, and shortly thereafter, we, we draft Tim Brown. That was one of our picks in the draft. So at one point, um, I sort of observed, I thought about it, and I said to Al, you know, I was sort of taken in the same draft as Tim. And Al looks at me, Tim was a first-round pick. You were a street-free agent. <laughs> and he was right. Beautiful. I mean, come on, you can't help it. You can't Think of better things to be your Al Davis's top free agent. Street free agent. Street. Not just a free agent. Street Street. free agent, which is just sort of the more pejorative way to refer to a street free, a free agent. You're just out there on the street. And by the way, exactly. And you were probably in an an expensive pickup. And by the way, someone pointed out to me, I should have responded, Willie Brown wasn't drafted either. (laughs) (laughs) Now that, that's asked for a pivot. That's, that's a, that's a perfect place for me to say, Okay, this is going to be the JB then. Okay, then. And then you pivot on to the next thing because I'm not even sure how to follow that one up. But um, I want to move on to what the Rich Eisen Show really cares about, which is... Ice cream. Well, that that and us being here and everything about Chris Brockman and sneakers and TJ. But let me ask you about the Aaron Rodgers trade. Now that this is done, now that Rich can breathe again and he's not pacing <laughs> around and making us all miserable, because let's face it, it's been a, an exhausting couple of months. And by the way, Chris Brockman, I think I heard you say something about your prognostications for how this is going to turn out, I think, in New York. Thoughts? Yeah, I just don't think it's going to go well. Yeah. Um, he didn't play that great last year. He's going to be 40 uh, this season. And in the history of the NFL, like I said yesterday, uh, there's only been two players who have had great seasons over the age of 40. It's Tom Brady and Brett Favre. How much do you think his performance last year... Hey, look at me. Now I'm interviewing. How much do you think his performance last year was impacted by injury? Injury to himself? Yeah, I would say that's probably likely. Uh, Injury, new players, uh, getting familiarized with new offensive weapons, and that's exactly what's going to happen with the Jets. So why should we think that anything's going to be different? 
Well, the thing that annoyed me, rubbed my fur the wrong way last year, was his complaints about the new players and not being in sync. Well, you want to be in sync, show up for the off-season program. Absolutely. And so that'll be interesting to see what happens yeah, this year. Will he show that? up early? You know, it's like, remember um, the Menendez brothers who were convicted of killing their parents? And in their defense, in the um, sentencing hearing, one of their defenses was, well, you know, we're orphans. Okay, you killed your parents. You can't plead the fact that you're orphans in your defense. So you didn't show up for off-season programs. You really can't complain that you're not in sync. Name me another sports show. Where you show up and you hear Aaron Rodgers compared to the Menendez brothers. Just name me one. I'm just saying. <laughs> or or you've got someone old enough on the show that remembers the Menendez brothers. <laughs> oh, God. Are this we that great. old? I think that, we is, are. Is that really happening? I get it. Um, all right. Let's talk about this compensation package for Aaron Rodgers. And, Mike, I don't know if you can pull it up, but I'd love to see this. So, Look at this, guys. For those of you watching on Roku, you're seeing this. The 2023 first-round pick, 15th overall is what the Jets get. 2023 fifth-round pick. The Packers get 2023 first-round pick, 13th overall. The 2023 second-round pick, 42nd overall. 2023 sixth-round pick. And the 2024 conditional second-round uh, second pick could be the first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps this season. That's for all of you out there listening to the show on radio or podcasting or whatever you're doing. Want to be equal opportunity, of course. But what do you think of this compensation package? If both teams are satisfied with the deal, that's all that matters. And I know people want to discuss who won the trade. I don't look at it that way. If the Packers are pleased with what they got in compensation, if the Jets are fine with what they gave up, if everyone's happy, well, then, yay, everyone's happy. I don't understand why we have to assess everything in life as a winner and a loser. Also, because we want we want competition in the league. I mean, we want everyone to come out of this draft as winners because we want to see more competitive teams out there. Competitive balance is the league's goal. The league wants, and this is a stated goal, this isn't a secret, that every year, every fan of every team thinks his or her fan his or her team can win it all that every week of every season every fan of every team thinks his or her team can win that game amy trask here on the rich eisen show Susie schuster in for rich eisen who's in kc of course for the draft amy uh, in the next segment don't go anywhere we're going to play our new game lying season or not because honestly the lies are flying around gms are just out there just spewing and and with impunity. With impunity is a good way to put it, and you're a lawyer, so you're, you'd, of course, add the impunity. But that'll be our next segment. Don't go anywhere uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. This is the part where I just say this is basically the questions my brother sent in because my Uh-oh. brother Scott was like, okay, you're having Amy Trask on. Here are my questions. So I'm 50 years old. My brother got me into sports uh, when I was a kid, and basically throughout my career he'll be like okay ask this question which is great because it's kind of like having a village it's like basically having like a you know it's like a a net when you're flying high above on the trapeze these are the scott schuster questions ready here we go i'm ready scott schuster here we go the signing of jimmy g do you think that that signing will preclude the raiders from seriously looking at a quarterback in the first round of course the raiders have the seventh round uh, seventh pick overall in the first round i certainly don't think it should preclude the team from looking for other quarterback answers but it does give them breathing room if they decide not to go in that direction. I do hope that they were honest with him going into the signing, that if they were going to look at quarterbacks, 
anyway that they said, look, we're signing you, but we're going to look at other quarterbacks. I'm a big believer in open, honest dialogue between teams and their players. Hmm. Follow-up question. Do you think Josh McDaniels is already under pressure this year? Of course, we remember a lot of meetings with ownership after games last season. A couple reactions to that. It's only his second year. So when people say, is he on the hot seat? I guess my reaction is twofold. Dude, calm down. It's year two. But recognizing that patience is short. That's the best way to say it. So should someone be on the proverbial hot seat after a year? I mean, as I said, it's a year. But on the other hand, patience is at a minimum in the world in general. But in the league, um, people are less patient than, than they were for many years. So is he on the hot seat? I don't know, but I do know this. That's a lot of money invested. And if you move on from a coach, even if he goes somewhere else in an assistant position and gets some amount of offset, you could still end up owning a lot of, owing a lot of money. I mean, that's it. That's basically it. I mean, you think about the financial implications, and that's obviously a lot of what you would deal with. I mean, I don't know how you make a snap judgment that fast. Well, it is. And what people don't recognize, or a lot of people don't recognize, is there's a vast difference or vast differential between the highest revenue clubs and the lowest revenue clubs. And so money being paid to someone no longer employed by an organization is harder for some teams than others. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go to lying season or not. And this is a game you're going to play. Why don't play at home with your kids? Lying season or not. And of course, let's set this up. Okay. There are three options. So get ready as we think about this. All right. I'm ready. I'm getting ready. Um, The gospel truth. Like, okay. are we hearing from these GMs the truth? That's one option. Little white lie. Always everyone's best friend. A little white lie. Don't want to make, you know. Do you look fat? No, you look great, right? <laughs> and then GTFOH, it's Auda. Okay, it's grammatically correct. Uh, GTF Auda here. I know what you're spelling there. For the lying season, so we're going to come back here. You like, you like how I did that? Yeah. That's cute. We'll be right back here at the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Much more coming up next with Amy Trask after this. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Put your glasses on so that you can actually reach. I mean, it's just like Chris, you'd think by now I would actually wear my glasses at the right time. Amy Trask here with me from CBS Sports and, of course, the Princess of Darkness. Happy to have you with me. And we're back for the second segment. In a second, we're going to play Lying Season or Not. And, of course, this is the new family game here at the Rich Eisen Show coming to you in time for this Christmas and Hanukkah. You two can play Lying Season or Not. Before we do that, Christopher, I believe you had a question for Amy. Yeah, real quick, Amy, uh, uh, Mike Hoskins, if you want to put the, the compensation board for Aaron Rodgers up, uh, Kind of interesting that they gave up uh, the Packer, uh, the Jets did this much for a guy who a- a- admitted he didn't want to play for the Packers anymore. And I just think Brian Gutekunst did an amazing job of getting what he got from the from the Jets, considering that Rodgers said he wasn't going to play for them anymore, and it's getting sixty million dollars off off of their cap. How did you analyze this trade when you saw it? And, and do you think kind of the Jets got fleeced a little bit? Well, I'll say two things that are not mutually inconsistent. I agree with you that the Packers did a good job. They look, they had the they had the need to move on for the reasons that you just said as well as other reasons and they did a good job drawing compensation for that. But if the Jets got the man that they wanted, whether you agree with it, whether I agree with it, whether anyone thinks he's the right guy, if they got the guy that they want and they're comfortable with what they gave up, then Jets fans can be happy as well. In other words, it's not mutually inconsistent to say the Packers did very, very well, which they did. But if the Jets are fine with what they gave up and they're happy, well, then there you go. Everybody can be happy. Yeah, it's kind of our job to just analyze it and break it down. But ultimately, like you said, if Rodgers takes them to the AFC Championship game or they go to the Super Bowl or maybe they even win it, then it really doesn't matter how many first-round picks they gave up, right? Because in the end, it's all about you know chasing. Well, and and that sort of goes back to the Rams from a couple years ago when everyone was so critical of the Rams doing all they did and giving up picks. But you know what? I don't know a team that wouldn't do anything they could to win a Super Bowl. Now, I'm not suggesting that's going to be what happens for the Jets. Maybe they make it to the playoffs. Maybe they don't. That's a tough division this year with the divisional games and then the out-of-division games they'll be playing. But if this is the guy the Jets wanted and they're willing to give up the compensation they did, then fine. Do you think this puts the Jets as a top four team in the AFC or uh, or just a playoff team? Like, where does this put them now? Because, you know, a lot of people, I think they have, what, the fourth or fifth best Super Bowl odds now? Because a lot of people are projecting that they could be. And I think it's way too early to tell. Look, it's April. There's still more free agency to go. There's still the possibility of trades to go. Every single team is one bad injury away from a bad season. I don't think April's the time to be projecting, and I recognize that that's what people in this industry do. They project. I just think it's too early to tell. I mean, there's still a couple more uh, week left in it. What are we going to talk about? I mean, come on, we're going <laughs> to speculate. 
But this is all guys do is they want to speculate and talk about it. I'm always too nervous to prognosticate because you're an injury away. Some kind of change happens. Like, I don't want to look like an idiot at the end of the season. Well, and I think it's not for me a nervousness. It's a, you know, maybe hearkening back to my legal training and wanting to say, objection, your honor, calls for a hypothetical. (laughs) Also, I feel like the Jets had to do this for all those miserable fans like Rich who (laughs) sit there losing year after year. They had to do something now. They had to make this happen. There's no fleecing to be done, Christopher. They don't. When's the last time they won anything? I mean, like, you know, let's face it. Like, okay, we're a little jaded. 12 years. Yeah, It's a long time. And also I have to fix something because it's going to haunt me because this is just the way I am. I think I used the wrong objection. It should have been objection. Your honor calls for speculation. Speculation. I think speculation. I mean, TJ, I mean, I think that speculation, Jefferson could be a a new name for you in a new segment coming up. It could be objection, speculation, Jefferson. Maybe it could be a a new game, speculation. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really just thinking of ways to get TJ involved because he's over there with his candle and he's kind of sitting there looking, <laughs> looking like, I, looking like he's watching a prize fight over here. Kind of so like I it. Bring him into the kind of like it. Just All right, let's the play, this let's We're play, play this game. We're gonna play this game. Do, uh, do we have a mic drop? Do we have some kind of like music mic for this? And the truth shall set you free. Lying season or not? Everybody's lying. Nobody tells me ahead of time when there's something sexy like that. That was a big one. All right, lying season or not, Ron Carthon, uh, Tennessee Titans GM, when asked if he's received phone calls for Derrick Henry, this is what he had to say. Have you received calls about about Derrick? No, no. I mean, there's things I want to say that I won't because I got Robbie standing to my left. Um, You know, I mean, it is what it is. I, you know, it's it's a part of the job. You know, I know people have their job to do to speculate and, you know, put things out and hope that it sticks and hope hope that they're right. All our dealings are with the players and our players know where we stand with them. And so it's not a need to kind of touch on it. And if there's something that comes up, you know, we'll we'll address it as it comes. But I don't feel the need to kind of discuss, you know, their personal business publicly. Okay, he said he did not receive any phone calls for Derrick Henry. Lying season or not, Amy Trask? Well, you know, I could go all lawyer on you, and I could say, your question is, did he receive any phone calls on Derek? Maybe he received phone calls that weren't about Derek, but the Derek topic came up later in the phone call. So there is a way to parse this that the answer could be no and yes and yes and no. But I'm going to play the game, and I'm going to say... That's the gospel truth. Wow. You think so? I believe him. I believe him. There you go. I believe him. It may be that he hinted around on those calls. Maybe he got some calls on other topics and then started hinting a little bit. Maybe not. But I'm going gospel truth. Chris, you think so? I think that's crazy. Someone had to call him. I think it's absolutely crazy. I think it's absolutely crazy. I think I just got called crazy. Derek, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. This is crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. You're not crazy. Yeah, but I'm saying he's telling the truth. You know more than we do. We're idiots. We're just opining over here. We're just basically like lighting, like lighting the uh, media fire over it's, here. It's lying season. The Titans are not making the playoffs this year. Let's, like, let's be honest. It is lying season. I agree with you. I just don't think he's lying. Ryan Tannehill probably won't be the quarterback in 2024. And so you're not just going to let these guys walk. You got to get something for your assets while you can, while they still have, uh, they still have value. Right. And so what better value than just... Getting rid of Derrick Henry, maybe get maybe get a second and a third back, and then you can reload. 
for whoever the quarterback of your future is. There's no way no one called. Buffalo didn't call. Philly didn't call. Come on now. I don't believe that. I think you guys are never going to want to play this game with me again because I am going to go all... You know, Al Davis used to say, well, you know how she is with words because I'm very particular about listening to words. The question wasn't asked of him, have you had any discussions about Derek? It was, have you received any calls on Derek? Maybe he didn't receive him. Maybe he initiated him. Then he's not lying. When we make the board game, you're going to have the gavel. And we're going to have like I could be the judge. I could be the judge. You can be the judge. And we'll be the morons basically just trying to make a story where there isn't. Because you're you're absolutely right. He could have had conversations about him, but he may not have gotten the phone calls. That's true. You guys are going to so regret having me play this game. (laughs) I never regret you ever, 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 anywhere. John Lynch, San Francisco 49ers GM, when asked if he expects Trey Lance to be on the roster next season, said... Is it accurate to say your expectation is Trey Lance is going to be on the roster throughout the 2000s? Yeah, absolutely. I, I expect Trey to be here. And, uh, you know, we're excited about Trey's ability to compete and uh, what he can do for our franchise, just as we were when we drafted uh, Trey. And, and um, you know, I think the only thing that's changed this offseason is that Trey's gone and got himself healthy. He was injured last year. He's done a really good job of doing that. He's done some different things in terms of his training this offseason. He's very encouraged by that. And we'll see when we get an opportunity to get out there on the field with him. But we have every reason to be encouraged as well. We are excited about Trey. Lying season or not? Well, the question, if if the question is, were, were you are you excited about Trey lying? Lying. What's the what? How does that one go? G F G T F O H. Lying season. Lying season. Now, do you expect him to be there? The answer, probably, if we could have gone into his brain, was yeah, I expect him to be here. But I'm hoping that if we're having this conversation, I can encourage other people to call me so he's not here. What is the word kids today use? Oh, manifesting. Mm. You know, kids today, and I'm saying kids, but I think grownups use it as well, which is he's trying to manifest perhaps Trey not being there. Although, you know what? Maybe he does want Trey to be there because after all, they gave up umpteen picks to get him. And maybe they want to be proven smart that he stays and he plays well and they can prove that their picks were well used. But if the question were, are you excited about Trey being here? GTFOH. Right, right. Well put. Well, well, by the way, if the question was, are you glad you gave up all those first round picks to get him? Double GTFOH. Chris, thoughts? TJ, you've been to the club, right? You've been to the club back in the day. They walk around, they have these they have these giant signs, right? And you can put whatever on it. It's like happy birthday or whatever. You know, Debo Samuel, come to wherever. And he was just like, eh. John Lynch is basically in the club right now holding up a sign that says, please, someone call me <laughs> exactly. and make me an offer for Trey Lance. I can't wait to get rid of this guy. Great kid. We met at the Super Bowl. Love him. I want to root for him. There's no way he's the 49er quarterback next year. This is the, this is the, the is that even a little white lie? What is big fat blue whale lie? Because that's what that's what John Lynch is doing right now. Well, there you go. When you're saying change all the time, I'm expected to drive home, but I could stop at the ice cream store. You know what I mean? Like expectations always change. Hey, ice cream. John Lynch not telling the truth here. Okay, and I I think we're saying the same thing because you said it much more. Yes. In a much more erudite fashion, you said it much more clearly than I did, that he's trying to generate phone calls. Yeah, generate some And I was saying, you know, the kids today say he's trying to manifest that he'll be elsewhere. Because, look, they would love to get back some of that capital that they gave up to get him.
I don't know what club they were going to, but the clubs I went to didn't have big signs walking around. But that's okay. It's a whole other conversation about and the I past. Do, and the past is in the past. And I so. do love that none of you thought I ever went to a club. That's uh, honestly, that's for a podcast. We'll save that one okay. for later. I went right to TJ. I know TJ was living that club life in the, in the, in the aughts, so I just had to go to him. That's, that's a true. clip and save, TJ. We'd call that a clip and save, don't you is think? Is that what that is? Uh, it's a clip and save. Okay. Uh, last one, Amy. Okay, and I'm this ready. Is, so this is hot off the presses. Brian Gutekun says, the Packers GM says, the Packers are not rebuilding. How do you kind of view what this team is and is becoming through this process right now. Is it fair to say you're rebuilding? No, I don't I don't ever look at it like that. You know, we're excited about this football team and where it can go. Obviously we're a long ways away from what our 53 man roster and our 16 man practice squad is gonna look like. Um, but we're really excited about it. It's gonna be new, obviously, specifically a quarterback, uh, it looks like. But um, at the same time, we're, you know, the goals don't change around here. It's gonna be the same goals we've always had, right? There's, there's one goal here every single year, no matter what. And um, just like it was back in the last time we kind of we moved on from one quarterback to the other, right? The goals are the same. Um, and, and it's going to be on those guys to put in the work, and, and it's going to be exciting to see. But, um, yeah, nothing's really changing. Yeah, only you, now, you no longer have a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Amy Trask, lying season or not? I'm not going to do Jennifer Lawrence disservice by trying to emulate the meme of her where she winks and says, you know, okay uh because i couldn't do it but that that's what i'm thinking look one of two things either he is just lying or he really believes what he's saying um and yes the packers did move on from brett Favre to aaron Rodgers, and packer fans should always be thrilled with the fact that they had about 30 seasons of phenomenal quarterbacking we don't know what jordan love is going to be yet but to suggest that they're not going to be growing and um, I don't know the exact words, growing pains or rebuilding. rebuilding yeah, um, yeah the, the Jennifer Lawrence meme came to mind. I, he's either not telling the truth or he really, really believes that. And by the way, for him to say every team has the goal of winning every year. Yeah, we get it. That's every team's goal. It doesn't make it a realistic goal. That's like one game at a time, basically. So we're calling that maybe like a little white lie. Or hope, or just craziness. It, it, maybe it's it's either a little white lie, or he really believes it. In which case, you just kind of want to give it's him a hug. It's not a lie. <laughs> if yeah, you believe it. Thank you, thank you, Mikey, and thank you, Smith, for Sean Mitchell for these. Fantastic See, I don't graphics. think I'm good at this game because I go, I revert all the way to law school <laughs> and my legal training, and I want to parse every. I don't think they're. To anyone watching or listening, I don't think they're ever going to ask me to play this game again. No, I, I told you, we already are going to TM this and you're already the guy. I want to be the judge. But I when I want to have something, you know, like fiery, I, I, I go to the guy from New England and say, Chris, what do you think about this? Oh, and I'll just, I'll just tell you exactly what I think. Yeah, there I mean, you go. Come on. Hey, how are you? Are we building? What are we talking about? This is Jordan stupid. Love of course has no idea how to play quarterback. Like, he's out there, he's running around, he was terrible in the one game he played. His mom was sitting in the very last row, she couldn't even see. Thank God she couldn't see, because he was awful. And he's going to get out there, they're, they're going to be in the room. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. The Packers will have a top five pick next year, Ooh. and they're going to be in the running for one of these guys. Drake May, Caleb Williams, who knows, some guy we've never even heard of right now. No one was talking about Will Levis he, this time last year, and now he could be the number one pick. This is where you the know Packers what? are going to be next year. A compelling argument, counselor. That was a very compelling <laughs> argument. I am now going to shift to lying. See, I look at this different then. I'm going to take a different approach. The fact is, if he agrees that they're in rebuilding mode, then 
that would also mean that he hadn't been doing his job in the time that he's had this position. So therefore, the question is, do you believe he's telling the truth? I do believe he's telling the truth because for him to say, yeah, we're we're rebuilding, which mean that he also knew that he did something wrong or he didn't do his job to the fullest. So that's why I kind of believe he's telling the truth there. Which is kind of like the same thing as tap dancing, which is kind of like saving his neck. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, here, that's TJ? a good one. Tap dancing should tap be dancing. another category. We, we, that's we a call good it yeah. covering your your uh, hind end. Covering your tuchus. Cover your your ass. That's another good category. Cya took me a minute. I went there. I think this is a great game. I'd like to have you back to play it again. I think I might kind of like to be the judge. Why don't we're, we have like a judge of you, Amy show? Like, like where all of you say whether you think it, and then I rule in someone's favor Ooh. or not. <laughs> I think this is the next time we are I'm here getting a gavel. for the Rich Eisen show. Um, I think it's called Judge Amy. Roku, I'm telling you. I mean, it's, it wouldn't be. I wear a little black robe. I'll bring a gavel. A new idea. Yeah, sexy, cute. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Okay. Best argument gets ice cream. By the way, I'll bring the snacks. I'll bring, Although we'll I'll all win because we'll all get ice cream. <laughs> Amy Chesk, what are you doing later? It's a it's a big uh, draft buildup for the it week. It is. Thank you for asking. We are having a um, That Other pregame show, which we refer to as Tops. Get it? That Other pregame show, Tops. Cute. We're doing Get a it. draft special uh, this evening. It's, well, they call it evening in New York time. In California time, it's from 4 to 7 on CBS Sports Network. But I want you to know I only wear my Looney Tunes for you, so I will be changing before I go into studio. And we're doing a three-hour draft show. Well, I think I have to follow this up by saying that's all, folks. <laughs> by the way, can I tell you something crazy as we go to as we go to break? I had to go to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery the other day and went by the Mel Blanks stone, and you know what it says on his stone? That's all, folks. That's all, that's all folks. <laughs> I, that is, it kind of gave me chills, crazy, but it is right? perfect. Name me another sports show where you're going to hear about stuff like that. I'm just and saying. the Menendez brothers. By the way, and the Menendez Brothers, this show is off the rails. I'm just saying. As the kids would say, it's off the rails. All right. Thank you so much, Amy Trask. Thank you. See you the next time I'm in this chair because God knows I don't come here without you anymore. And I'll be in my Looney Tunes. I love it. Lots more on the Rich Eisen Show when we come back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. If you want to find Rich Eisen, you will find him right here on his own show as he calls in from Kansas City. Hi, honey. How are you today? I am well. I just came back from uh, speaking to the Kansas City Chiefs local business partners. Um, And I am happy to report that everything is fine between me and the Chiefs and vice versa. (laughs) It took two minutes for them to play a 
recording from the Rich Eisen Show of me predicting the Raiders who are going to win the division. <laughs> um, so we got the elephant out of the room right away. Um, and then they uh, placed a Chiefs pin on my lapel. Wow. And Susie, you'll be, you'll be happy to know I had a lapel to pin because I wore a sport coat. Thank you. And, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm presenting. And, um, and then at the end, they presented me with a super a a a uh, Chiefs number fifty seven for their Super Bowl um, <clears throat> victory in Super Bowl fifty seven, autographed by Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, honey, um, that is, and and you'll be also happy to know, Sue. I'm having it sent to the studio, not home. As well, you um, should. So uh-huh. was, There's and, no place for that then, in our house. <laughs> the famed photograph. The famed photograph of Travis Kelsey the night of Henry Winkler appearing um, with Mahomes in the SoFi Stadium, a, uh, as we all know, summit brokered by us on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, Travis Kelsey wore that famed photo, uh, shirt of Fonzie Family Football. They not only gave me one of those T-shirts, but need sizes of everybody on the Rich Eisen show to get one for themselves. Wow, fantastic! Oh. Chris can put it under his desk. That's fantastic. It's great. <laughs> he could just he could just take it and throw it right under his desk. Can't confirm. Um, next to the 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 peeps he got uh, an East, on the Easter show in 2015. Yep. But anyway, long story short, is I will I will return bearing gifts and everything is fine between our show and the Chiefs. We're, we're all good. We've reset. So, we Rich, reset the, the day that Aaron Rodgers comes in to New York, makes his way yes. through the doors, yes. greeted with yes. just a, 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 a vomitorium of adulation from, oh from the owner, from oh the coach, God. from the GM. Yes. The Chiefs put a pin on you. They did. A Chiefs pin. Wow. Yes, they did. Just saying, I think they uh, were making you know, a statement. Yeah, as soon as you know, uh, as, a, as the first employee of NFL Network, there's 32 teams in the NFL mm. that I, 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 I deal with and represent every day mm. by presenting the NFL on a platform that uh, I'm you know, proud to say uh, is ready for its 19th NFL draft coverage here in Kansas City. Uh, I would choose, however, a different word than vomitorium to describe <laughs> the carpet that the Jets rolled out for their new future first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm. Um, I, I would use a different word than that, but I would expect nonetheless from somebody from the New England area. From a salty it. New Englander. It's too bad. It's too bad. Same intensity as I told you, Chris. Same intensity this fall. I, I would like the same intensity. And I'll bring the same intensity uh, if it doesn't work out, too. And I know that that will only open myself up to more shenanigans from us. Did you watch any of the Aaron Rodgers press conference? Rich? No, I didn't. I, I just stepped off. So if you've got any sound bites, I'm keen to hear them. We want to make you, you happy. You so I want Thank you to you. listen to this talking about uh, his plans on growing old with this team. Let's let's hear the first one. Mm. They smoked us last year, so I knew they had a good team. <laughs> uh, we got to practice against them a couple years ago, and I got to get to know Robert a little bit more. And I've always loved what he's all about. We played him in San Fran a, a few times, and Mostly they got the best of us. Um, but I liked the way that he was leading, his coaching style. Um, a big reason I'm here, uh, i got to mention, is Nathaniel Hackett, who's here. 
Hack and I became really close friends for three, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, three years in, in Green Bay. And I love him like a brother. And I believe in him. And I'm uh, really happy to be back working with him again. Obviously, Joe has got a great track record so far of drafting some incredible players. Uh, but it takes a system. And obviously, Robert has the, uh, the right sauce. So I'm excited about getting to work with him and Brick and uh, Mark Kwan, former teammate of mine. And uh, it's a great staff. But, you know, I'm an, old, I'm an old guy. So I want to be a part of a team that can win it all. And I believe that this is uh, a place we can get that done. Rich, as you like to say, the floor um, is yours. Thank you. Um, I, do, do you think he, he, he understood what he was doing when he said that they have the sauce, the good sauce? Because we know they drafted the sauce last year. That's one of those young players. Look, uh, this is just, uh, this, we're in the honeymoon. We're in the honeymoon phase. And um, I, I just love the fact that the Jets, as I mentioned yesterday, have the roster where he would want to come and have the people all laid out for him that makes him feel comfortable. And whereas last year he might have felt aged out of that locker room, he's going into a locker room with a whole bunch of young kids um, where, you know, they're ready for him, I guess, in the same way that the other kids were kind of either wary or, you know, tiptoeing around. This kind of feels more of a, of a situation that he could feel comfortable doing. And maybe that'll knock a few percentages off points off the feeling of retirement that he uh, that everyone will ask him about. Right? He did not commit to anything longer than just this year, I believe. And he also said that he saw only one Lombardi Trophy in the case, walking in the door, and it looked lonely. I kind of like that line too. That's a good one. Um, so I'm I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Where it goes from here, I have no idea, but at least this has happened. Uh, the alternative, as I mentioned yesterday, wouldn't have been as good. Not really as For good. Sure. He did shed a little bit of light, too, to what he referred to as the lack of communication with the Packers. Well, I mean, I don't know if I need to really get into the specifics. Um, I will say people that know me, uh, I'm fortunate to live in a, in a beautiful house the only downside is I have very limited cell service. So if you want to get a hold of me, I have to see your face. You got to FaceTime me. Uh, so the only response to, to the communication thing is there's you know records in your phone about who called you, when, FaceTime, and there wasn't any specific FaceTimes from any of those numbers that I was looking at. Um, that's neither here nor there because we're now we're at this position. Um, obviously, that's somehow you know what. Uh, the direction they wanted to go as far as they couldn't, the story, they couldn't get a hold of me, which led for this to, to be the case. My point was if, if there was a change that wanted to be made, uh, why wasn't that told to me early in the offseason? Now, obviously, my future was undecided at that time. I didn't know if I wanted to keep playing. I wanted to go into my darkness retreat and, and sit with it and contemplate. Um, but when I came out, it was evident that uh, it was uh, retire or move on to a new team. So, Rich, it sounds like he's auditioning to appear with Einstein in a Verizon commercial. Yes, brilliant. Maybe. Brilliant. You know? Brilliant! So is that, is it, that he said bad, wait a minute, bad cell reception is part of the reason why his relationship with the Packers went kaput. That's so that Seinfeldian. It is so, so Seinfeldian. Kaput! What do you 
There it is. There it is. <laughs> and? Oh, this is even better. And? Can this, can this, I don't know. Can this get any better? I don't know. Can it get any better? Look, uh, whatever. It, it, there's there's an aspect of this that, that keeps getting forgotten because it's a, a New York market and it's the Jets and obviously, you know, that's my focus. But this is still a Packers story uh, from that point of view is that Aaron Rodgers isn't playing for Green Bay his entire career, just like Favre, and that he's going to the Jets just like Favre. And, you know, the last one wound up with Favre showing up in the Vikings uniform. I don't think that's going to happen this time around. But there is still enough people there in Green Bay who, if Jordan Love does not perform well this season, will be like, so tell us again why Rodgers had to go? I mean, that's part of this storyline, too. So I guess um, that soundbite is all about, well, it's not my fault that they didn't reach out to me. And the Packers are like, well, it's not our fault that this fell apart because we couldn't get to Aaron. It's just whatever. Bottom line is, as he points out, he's a Jet. Jordan loves a Packer. Let's go. Let's go. And let's see where this goes. And that the Jets have a seat at the table that they did not have 48 hours ago. And that table is the AFC. And that's that's it. I mean, clearly they were a member of the AFC 48 hours ago. But to have a table at the AFC playoff, um, to have a seat at that table where they can make a run in the playoffs, to have the ability to do it, they now have it where they didn't 48 hours ago. And let's see how it goes. Uh, I, I'm, I am genuinely fired up about this. And... Um, and I know that this is a potential setup, but um, I'm, I feel better about this than I did in 2008. Rich, you would like to know that he looked relaxed. He called every member of the New York media by name. I'm going to ask you this mm-hmm. nicely. Can you put an end to this whole storyline narrative that he can't handle the NFL media in New York? No. Because no, no, oh, no, oh, no, you no, got to no. just uh, I... enough. He's 39, no, no, no. 40 in, in December. No, I get it. He's a grown-up. No, the games, games have to be played. Games have to be played. Let's uh, make honestly, let's make a prediction. You, know, you and I, you know, we um, we have a lot riding on this. Um, I'm going to predict that he has them eating out of his hand. That he's smart enough to manipulate them into uh, doing oh, his sure. bidding. You're right. No, you're right. You're you're absolutely right. But one and three starts. Two and four starts. Three and five starts. I mean, this schedule. Uh, I you know. We, we, we have a, a full screen of it. I know we're up against the end of the show here, but bottom line is, you know, um, that's a hell of a schedule. And those are, they're playing the AFC West, the NFC East, and their own division. And that's why they had to do this, too. I mean, this, this would have been certainly for a make or break year, potentially for the GM and the coach. Um, this had to happen. I'm glad it did. And I'm glad it went very well today. Onward. Yeah, I, want, I want you to take a deep breath, Rich. He's there. You can you. you can Thank relax you. now, Rich. I'm just glad you were oh. able to join us uh, today to celebrate a tradition unlike any other. Uh, the Jets once again winning the off season. They have. <laughs> Don't forget, they won the NFL honors night. They did. Well, the, Jets win, that, the Jets win. The Jets win all. They win all the stuff that where's doesn't that matter. And, and yet, say. Aaron Rodgers refers to a lonely trophy case. Well, it's huh. going to stay lonely. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? He's a Jet. I've been pinned by the Chiefs. Doozy just conducted yet another terrific version of the Rich Eisen show with all of you. Life is good. That's the way I'm going to go into the rest of my Wednesday. No more naysaying from you.